Welcome to the Digital Brand Builder Podcast, where we bring you the best growth strategies from the world's experts to help build your business fast. And now, here's your host, Mark Fidelman. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Digital Brand Builder Podcast. Today, joining me is Tuck Ross, and we're going to talk about two things. Usually, it's one thing, but today, it's two things because he's very knowledgeable on both. One is consistency of creating content. That's a must. That's a key. But what does that mean? I I have that question. The other is TikTok and his thoughts around TikTok. Uh, I haven't really talked about it on the show yet. So this will be an interesting podcast for you. You're going to learn. I'm going to learn. We all win. So with that, uh, Tuck, could you introduce yourself in in 100 words or less? Yeah, sure. Hey, hey Mark, thanks so much for having me on the show. You know, I've been in uh, the marketing space for 18 plus years, social media, digital, e-commerce, retail, product management, and so forth. And, and everything that I've done has focused 100% on the consumer because I absolutely believe it, that consumers drive the marketplace. They lead businesses. They help drive innovation when you're really leaning in to try and figure out what they need the most. Um, and that's everywhere from brand uh, all the way down to you know uh, the transaction, the conversion. So uh, whether it's strategy or brand introductions, um, I've been at Disney, Hasbro, Guitar Center, Bank of America, and so forth, uh, really developing consumer marketing strategy and helping drive sales, especially through digital uh, consumer relationships, uh, that type of management, marketing, life cycle, and so forth. And, and just had a great time doing it. Really appreciate being here. Yeah, and, and we're happy to, to have you here, of course. Uh, I, I, you know, let's just jump right into TikTok. The overall sure. theme for this is going to be, you know, consistency of content, but maybe we could weave this TikTok discussion into it. Okay, so I've played around it when it was musically. I did so uh, with my daughter. And then just most recently, I posted a few things on TikTok just to keep tabs on it. And uh, thus far, I know there's a lot of content that's put out there that gets a lot of attention, whether that's real or not. I'm sure you'll tell me. Uh, the, the latest is with uh, that gentleman that was on a skateboard drinking, um, I think it was juice to the song uh, uh, Dreams by Fleetwood Mac. And I even did my own takeoff on it because everyone else was seeming to do it and they seemed to be getting a lot of engagement. <laughs> so, so TikTok to me, obviously, you know, a lot of people love it. They're using it in a variety of ways. But do you see value to marketers yet? Yeah. You know, I think there's a huge value to marketers right now. And the primary reason is, right, if you look at the growth path of TikTok this year. eMarketer was predicting it to be about 45 million in total for 2020. Pandemic hit, it jumped in Q2 all the way up to 52 million. And now they're saying as of last week that they're at 100 million active users on the platform in the US. The growth path for TikTok is insane, right? And that doesn't happen on every social media platform. Obviously, this is a very unique time, but it's helping pop a lot of these channels. And, and that's actually happening elsewhere uh, in addition to TikTok. But I think if you think about what a marketer needs, they need attention. They need places where people are highly engaged. The typical TikTok user is on the platform one to two times a day for over 30 minutes in total. That's as much as you're seeing and even more so than even broadcast TV now. So I think if you're a marketer and you're thinking about where do I find attention? Where do I find consumers? It's definitely on TikTok as well as the rest of social. Okay. And, you know, when you, the attention's obviously there. A lot of people are looking at it. 
How does a marketer get involved with TikTok in order to capitalize on it? You know, I'm always thinking about either attention or sales or leads. So what, what, what do I do as a brand if I want to get involved in, and be successful in one of those three goals or basically two goals? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think one of the things that I just want to clarify real quick, because you mentioned it when, when Musical.ly started, it was a lot of younger users, right? Very much Gen Z, uh, very much kind of the 13 to 18 year old set. Um, I was there as well. Stepped off the platform for a little bit, so I had time to age up. 27% of the users are ages 13 to 35. But if you look at what's happening globally, over 50% of the audience is over the age of 34. So no matter what category you're in, there's an increasingly you know, significant number of millennial, Gen X, even upwards of boomers that are on the platform. Some boomers, I, I was watching this guy the other day, he, he's 75. He has 2 million plus followers. He's talking about peaches, He's talking about this plaid shirt he found in his closet that he forgot that he bought 30 years ago, right? Stuff that's really funny, um, especially, you know, for, for kids that are thinking about their grandpa, but also for that segment that's there. And they're like, oh, maybe I can find something on this platform as well. It's aged up, it's gentrifying a little bit. So there's definitely that range of consumer. It's still early for brands to jump in, but I think it's the right time to do that. There's a couple ways to get in to TikTok right now. I think the first one is if you have the budget for it, is going with paid ads. You don't even have to have a TikTok account. You don't have to be creating content on the regular. You can jump in with multiple ad formats. I actually presented this at um, Social Shakeup uh, two weeks ago, and we were talking about the TikTok advertising options, uh, anywhere from 50 to 150K uh, you know, types of uh, engagements that you can do with a TikTok, uh, with your ad account, um, and, and so forth. But it's actually for scale, right? Massive scale for some of these programs. That's a way you can dive in. If you don't have the budget for that, TikTok in August actually opened up their self-service platform, much like Facebook. And it actually looks a lot like Facebook in the dashboard where you can go in and create your business account. You can go in and upload video ads and you can actually run those directly in the platform with budgets as low as 50 bucks. So if you are a solopreneur, a startup, you know, someone that's looking to get engaged with the platform, experiment a little bit, see if the attention's there, that's a great way to do it. And if you jump in right now, before the end of the year, TikTok's actually matching some ad dollars. So you can get 300 bucks off the bat and they'll match up to $2,000 um, for a total of, you know, your ad spend would be about 4,300 uh, for the end of the year while you're doing that. So go check out business, uh, business for TikTok um, and get some more information on that. And then, you know, other than that, I think if you just want to experiment and find out what's going on, um, you don't even, again, have to be posting content. You can just go research your competitors. Go search hashtags. Go search other uh, brands that are out there. Um, there's a ton they're doing really well. Obviously, retail brands, but you know, even like the Washington Post, there's other press and media out there. Um, other e-commerce that's out there. It's not so much a B2B space, much more on the consumer side. But if you are thinking about it, I would suggest researching your competitors that are out there and seeing potentially what they're doing in the space right now. Yeah, that, those, are, those are great ideas. You know, I was thinking uh, as a marketer, um, what's interesting is you, you can play all these songs in the background of anything yeah. you're doing and you don't have to pay a royalty. And, and a lot of these brands that pay millions of dollars in royalties to, to do a 30-second commercial literally don't have to with uh, TikTok, unless I'm wrong, wrong about that. So you, you could set uh, just about anything that you do on TikTok to any music that you want. I mean, most of them are, most of the good ones are on there. And uh, run a commercial, so to speak, you know, a funny, entertaining commercial so people watch it. But uh, am I wrong about that? 
No, there's actually, you know, two ways to look at it. So on those pay, the paid ad front, as I mentioned, um, TikTok will actually help you secure the music as part of that media buy so that you don't have to worry about that concern to your point of running into music licensing issues or any kind of other um, challenges with the artist or the label. So that's included as part of that paid ad package. If you're obviously developing music on your own um, and or your ad on your own with the music included, you just have to deal with that separately. Um, if you want to go a little more gorilla, right? Like, you know, boots to the street type of thing. Um, and you're looking to create your own hashtag challenges, maybe through uh, a couple of influencers that you either have a relationship with or that you're building out as part of your influencer program. Um, a lot of the music is available to your point for free. And as part of that hashtag challenge would be permissible for use because it's moving organically through the platform using your influencers, which is, again, if you have a little bit more scrappy mindset and, uh, and want to get out there on your own, maybe with a little bit less budget, potentially even using influencers you already have, that's a great way to do it. And, uh, um, and the music would, you know, quote, be included because it's moving organically already in TikTok. Yeah. Okay. And then, God, I feel like we got to have you back just to do TikTok on this. So <laughs> isn't, uh, didn't Trump just shut this thing down in the U.S.? I think there's a good, there was a good attempt on that. You know, he's got a great stance, um, a, a very strong, I should say, position on like China, right? And like what's happening there. Um, so, you know, WeChat included as well as TikTok and some of the other, you know, Chinese platforms. Um, and it's a question mark, I think, you know, about a month ago on if TikTok was even going to be around in the same type of way. There was some movement with Oracle and Walmart to kind of go into this space and say, um, you know, hey, we're going to take over the data side um, to make sure that that basically China is not sitting there evaluating and, and examining users in that oversight type of way. Um, now that the election's really gotten close and depending on when this you know, episode publishes, we may see that um, you know, happen a lot sooner. I think a lot of that's gonna you know, either get ignored or go away um, just because it's a less of a topic that I think one, consumers are concerned about, um, and two, depending on what happens with the administration, there's a lot of other things to focus on. So right now, um, even if things do change and Oracle and, and Walmart move in, um, you know, there's some things happening with Oracle already. The platform, the movement is very strong. Um, I think the business is safe and there won't be a lot of transformational change to TikTok as it is. The algorithm is key and ByteDance owns that and they will maintain ownership of that even if it transitions hands. Yeah, okay. Makes total sense. Uh, I, I do want to caution brands that something they could be shut down in the U.S. Probably not likely, especially with Oracle's involvement, um, but it could happen. So uh, just keep that in mind. All right. So let's move to the primary topic uh, for today's show, and that is consistency of content. Um, and it, we can use that in the context of TikTok and at least initially, and then expand from there. So let's just say you're a brand and you want to experiment with TikTok or maybe you're on TikTok. Tell us what, you know, consistency of content or consistency is like on TikTok to start, and then we'll go to some other channels. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, and consistency, I think, takes a couple of different layers on TikTok. The first one being regular publishing of content. And if you look at what's happening across social, depending on you know uh, which marketers you talk to, no matter what you're looking at, any social platform is a content management system. It's about creation of content. It's about 
um, getting fresh content there. It's what engages users. Um, you know, I think Facebook's trying to copy it with Instagram Reels, but what's really the magic sauce, um, the secret sauce with TikTok is the algorithm. And if you're going into say what you know you want to do as a business or a brand or even yourself as an individual user, you are going to get so much more visibility uh, in the algorithm with regular publishing of content. So that may be different for everyone. There are some, um, you know, uh, very notable influencers on the platform that are publishing two times a week, but they're publishing on a schedule. People look forward to that. They know when it's publishing. And so they show up almost in a tune in type of fashion. A good basis is to think that um, on the regular, you want to be publishing about once a day, which seems like a lot. Um, but again, depending on the type of production that you're looking at, some of these can be pretty simple in format. They can be very authentic in nature. Um, overproduced materials for TikTok don't play as well as ones that feel like they're on the fly and that the vibe is there. So, um, so I think there's a little bit less pressure on TikTok, um, which makes it a little bit easier to get to that consistency of production. But you know, anywhere from five to seven times a week in publishing really is key to making sure that you're visible. And part of that's like, you know, if you think about what TikTok wants, they want people to engage. They know people are there consuming hours a day of content. They need people to feed the system. Consistency is a huge part of what the algorithm rewards as part of a, your, your user account. So once a day, I'm just thinking out loud here because a, a brand that's have to, has to do that and keep it entertaining, keep it interesting, seems like it would be pretty difficult. And I know Snapchat had the same challenge. There's all sorts of things that you can do with graphics. And, uh, you know, I've, I've seen some, like you said, highly produced ones, and I've seen some not so produced ones. But it seems like you've got to have some brand consistency across the episodes. And if it's daily, how, do, how does a brand do that? Yeah, I think, I think out the gate, if you're thinking about this like any other any other, your other platforms, even your blog, right, or your site, it's that you'd want to have an approach based around your strategy and that content plan or content marketing strategy that you have developed. Um, some of this stuff has to be on the fly because TikTok is about trending content. If you look at the discover tab, which is the, you know, if you're new to TikTok, it's the, the magnifying glass that's on the bottom navigation, go in there and it's all organized by hashtags. Those hashtags are what's trending, what's happening right now. And those are fun to just jump in thinking about your brand, your value, what you deliver to your consumers, um, to your point, what you want to consistently present to your consumer as the value for your brand, and then reframing that meme or that trend in your brand. Some of those are easy to do on the fly. Um, but TikTok actually has a great space for evergreen content as well, whether it's how-tos, instructions um, on how to do something, right? Uh, even lists, uh, we could use the word listicles, uh, e even in that format, but video FAQs and the rest of that um, to help explain a topic about your product and so forth. Those also do really well on the platform. And so I think it does sound scary to try and say, hey, I want to produce an episode or something every day. Again, the formats are very short. You can go 15 to 60 seconds max in this environment. Some of those are very quick to think about one to two highlights, one to two topics, um, you know, a five bullet point. Here's the five things you should do with this product today. The five reasons I like this in order to create something that um, is very helpful. Again, that evergreen content can come from your existing content plan, just reframed in the context and the production environment of TikTok. Okay. So what kind of a team do you need to make it a consistent daily thing for TikTok? 
Yeah, it's a great question. If you look at what some of the brands are doing, um, it could just be one person, right? The Washington Post has one guy that's doing all the TikTok content and um, and he's doing a really good job with it. I think it depends on the mindset. Some of the brands that I've seen have a small team, right? And they're giving it to, um, you know, uh, some of the, the interns or the ones in their office that are experienced with the platform and saying, hey, here's the brand guidelines. Now interpret that for this environment. Some brands, smartly are using their influencers as part of this and they're laying back a little bit, not necessarily thinking about how do I produce this ourselves, but giving it to two to three influencers that own the channel, right? And especially in, um, in the case of uh, Rihanna's Fenty makeup brand and some of what's happening there, they're relying on their influencers to develop the content so that it's not so much of a brand production, but it's actually the voice of the influencer that's carrying the brand, doing the makeup tutorials, introducing the product to the base, which is also more relevant in that case anyway. So it depends on your approach and what you think you have the funding for. Again, if you have a smaller staff or you're doing this on your own, even thinking about basic information about your brand and product is a great way to get started. Okay. Now, I know how difficult it is to predict virality uh, on TikTok. Yeah. But, uh, this gentleman who uh, rode a skateboard drinking ocean spray is singing or lip syncing to Dreams by Fleetwood Mac. Obviously, he didn't plan that. No. But were there any lessons that you could see from that that others could kind of use in order to, you know, increase the chances for virality? Yeah. You know, I think, I think there's, um, there's, there's a very high environmental effect to what happened in that video. And you haven't seen it. Jump on TikTok. It's pretty much everywhere. Um, and, uh, and or you can just search ocean spray and you'll come up with all the articles about what they did in reaction to this video. It's, uh, it's just a phenomenal engagement. Um, the brand stepped up to really, you know, and, and, and just to carry the story further, if you're not aware, ocean spray, because this video gave him a truck full of ocean spray just because of the amount of visibility and awareness that they had out of this single video, which is about 15 seconds. Um, plus, to your point, you made the video, you know, a bunch of others made a, a video, a ton of organic reach around that. There's empty shelves of ocean spray around the US as people are trying to get in on, the, on and ride the wave. I think what's happening is if you look at what's happening around the world with the pandemic, right? Um, People have been sad. People are sad. There's a lot of struggle happening in, in many people's lives in thinking about whether they're isolated or they're dealing with a job loss or uh, their family's been affected in some way by the pandemic. Um, people are working from home. It's a different mental um, health topic that we're talking through. And what TikTok is offering right now is a little bit different than other platforms. You get a ton of politics on Facebook. There's a very different kind of uh, environment on Twitter. Twitter. When you look at what's happening on TikTok, it's fun. Fun is leading the way. Um, casual, things that make people laugh and smile, entertainment factor. TikTok's really acting much more like a comedy channel um, and an entertainment channel than it is more like a typical social network. And so that video has such a casual vibe to it that the vibe is what's winning. And if you look at the backstory, his truck broke down. So he's riding a skateboard into work. He's on a skateboard filming himself drinking an ocean, uh, a cran raspberry ocean spray, right? And he's just on his way and it's like, I don't have a trouble in the world. And I think that kind of vibe from somebody that's going through something that's, you know, he's got nothing else but a skateboard and his drink in that moment is, is what everyone wants to see right now because it's so positive. And I think positivity is really, again, what's leading the way here and why everyone wants to jump in on that is because the vibe is so chill. 
Yeah, very well said. It just seems so subtle that something like that would do so well. But I do think it is the vibe and just the overall, not craziness of it, but how relaxed he was as he was filming it and drinking, uh, you know, from his uh, from his ocean spray uh, container. And then it was really fun to see all of the people kind of emulating it, including yes. the Fleetwood Mac. Yes. Uh, so they did a little skit, although it wasn't even close to as good. I think they missed an opportunity. Um, and by the way, I think their sales of their song went straight off the straight up their uh, charts, but uh, that's yeah. unconfirmed. If anyone's listening, so let's just get back to the consistency of content. And I, I like this channel on TikTok because uh, it's uh, for one a very hot topic right now. My biggest question, and it always is, is even if you have these viral videos or, you know, in, in some respects, you know, even 10,000 views is pretty good. How do you move them from watchers to buyers on TikTok? Besides advertising, let's just say you want to do it organically and you want to do it on your channel through content. Sure. Yeah, it's a great question. And, um, you know, I think, I think we can go back to the video we just referenced and, uh, you know, the product placement in that video is what wins. And that's how Ocean Spray received billions of views on their product in basically a week and for free, right? It's organic. And that's why they can afford, you know, popping that guy a truck because um, the cost of their ad campaign was a truck and it just happened naturally, which is great. But I think if you want to be more structured about it, to your point, um, there's a couple of small things that you can do uh, to ensure that you're creating that connection point. Um, right now, there's only one way that you can connect people directly, which is via the URL in your profile. So, um, you know, if you, if you turn on your TikTok account, just make it into a professional account. So first of all, you just get analytics. It's free. Just turn it to a pro account. Um, that's the first thing you need to do to see who your audience is and who's attending to your content. And then I would add that URL and make sure it's tracked. Um, so you can at least see who's clicking through there, or if it's not check your analytics, whether it's Google or, or, uh, you know, otherwise to check your, uh, your incoming referral source as TikTok um, from that side of things. From there, other than adding your URL, you know, again, it comes back to the content and that's what happened in the ocean spray sense, product placement. So having influencers with your, with your uh, product or service talking through it, the beauty space is having a huge boon right now with TikTok because it's, um, it's very, there's, there's an easy way to feature it as part of a lifestyle, as part of the engagement with the influencer. But I think if you think about any product or service, um, there's people that are selling directly, you know, to their Amazon account from here with just, again, talking about, oh my God, I love this. This is how it works as part of this. And they're either connecting it through their personal site, um, through an affiliate program, or directly to an e-commerce destination. Again, mostly based on their inclusion of the product and how they're using it in the video itself. So it's very key because the product almost becomes a player in the video, an actor, as it were. Um, and especially if you're using it in the right way as a prop or an engagement, um, you know, it, it becomes such a core part of what the content is that um, people seek it out. And that's actually what's happening on TikTok right now. What's coming next in the more paid way is that TikTok's actually looking to integrate e-commerce more specifically. So there is a paid level um, of their advertising program 
that allows a brand to build out a shop within the TikTok space, which is huge. Um, Teespring, you know, if you develop t-shirts online is adding a TikTok connection. So you'll be able to sell your t-shirts directly through TikTok, um, through a commerce bid. And you'll be able to actually check out on TikTok like we're seeing start to happen on Instagram as well. So I think it's very soon that TikTok will start to tie that up and make it easier for brands to sell directly on the platform. They already have a way for you to be able to earn off the platform as an influencer. And I think the next step is for them to be able to sell off of that. And I expect to see that probably by Q1 of next year, if not earlier. Wow. Okay. So, so things are happening there. So the, the, the issue I have with TikTok as a marketer is that URL, the only place you could put the URL is in the profile and training people to go to your profile to click on it, uh, I think is challenging just like it is with Instagram. Instagram makes it easier though through stories where you can swipe up if you got more than 10,000 uh, followers. Uh, so it just seems like that's a challenge. And if they were to make that easier, like YouTube, YouTube's still my preferred platform, that uh, it would be better for marketers. Uh, am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. And again, TikTok's pretty immature as a platform, right? They're, they're pretty new to the space. These other platforms have had a little more time. Um, but I think TikTok is, is ramping up. If you look at their release schedule and what they've introduced even this year with the self-service platform, with the expansion of their ad options, um, with the development of the platform itself, they're moving quickly. And so I think, as I mentioned, the e-commerce side will come faster. To your point, the other platforms are further along and they're doing better with that. But I think TikTok's actually been really smart. They've been focusing on the content. They've been focusing on the user and the consumer. And they actually have an integrated system inside TikTok for influencers over 100,000 followers to actually be able to earn directly on the platform, which YouTube didn't even have until, you know, in the last year and a half. And so it's really interesting that TikTok is so incredibly focused on engaging their core audience who's developing the content, which obviously helps keep people there longer. And that'll help brands then engage on that. They've actually built out an influencer uh, program directly in the platform that's, um, that's called the uh, Creator Marketplace. And they actually offer packages where TikTok will help select influencers for you to be able to engage and actually be able to sell your products with you. So it's pretty encouraging that TikTok has the mindset for it. Again, I think the development will come, um, but in the short term, you know, it, it, it is definitely, you know, not a space that it's as advanced as the other ones. I think a real quick pro tip though, if you wanna add on one thing and something that's under leveraged, I think, is the use of TikTok Live. TikTok has a live format, much like Instagram Live or the other ones, but the engagement on TikTok Live is so much higher than on Instagram or even Facebook Live. That's a good space to do, you know, sort of an infomercial type format, engaging with the audience. Um, and especially if your influencers are engaged in that format, it's a really sticky way, um, fully screen immersive, right, for people to be able to share. And it's, um, it's working better than even other platforms are doing. Wow. Okay. That's a very good tip. Any other pro tips? on TikTok for marketers at this point that you could that we didn't talk about yeah, no, I think um, I think the first one, uh, as I mentioned, is is if you're new to the space, making sure you have a pro account, setting up that analytics, because there's no way to get that through a third party or tied up in that way. I think the second one, as we mentioned, is um, use your lives and um, and make sure you're attending to your audience. Um, and your analytics dashboard is going to give you a ton of information. It's not only uh, going to give you your demographics and where people are coming from uh, in the country sense. It's pretty limited in some of the other things, but it actually will show you other videos that they've watched and what your audience is interested in terms of music, that can actually help lead your development for your next content piece um, and uh, you know, give you some hints about what your audience is interested, which is super helpful. Um, but I think that's, 
that's out the gate, the really, you know, important ones. If you're looking at the content side, um, it's really about creating a hook for your video. Most people tend to swipe in under three seconds on any TikTok video, which is pretty consistent with most platforms. So having something interesting or getting their attention that first three seconds is critical and developing the video so that they want to watch it all the way through. The algorithm really wants you to watch to the end. And then even if you can get that rewatch from that same consumer, that's where the virality happens because TikTok will then open that up to more and more users, um, depending on how many people actually watch, um, how many people rewatch, comment, like, and then share your video. That's great advice. Um, makes me want to experiment a little bit more within TikTok, but <laughs> cautiously, cautiously, because absolutely, I, I wasn't a big fan of Snapchat when I first tried it, and they never fixed it. I don't, I don't, today, I don't even think they fixed it, uh, and I've done a lot of videos on that. Some of you probably already have seen me um, challenge other people that were huge tick, uh, sorry, uh, Snapchat fans in the beginning. And I'm like, you know, they're not cutting it for marketers. And I, I think that's been proven true. Nobody talks to me, at least none of my clients or anyone in, in marketing me talks about how, you know, Snapchat is their preferred platform to reach people. I'm sure there's some niches. I'm sure there are. It's just still challenging to convert them. So let, let's wrap things up. Um, and I've always asked these two questions. Uh, the, the number one question that I have for you is, and I think I'm going to know the answer, what's the hottest digital marketing technology that you recommend today? Yeah, I think if you're out there in the consumer space, uh, TikTok is definitely the one to look at. Um, obviously, Facebook, Instagram is unparalleled globally with their ad platform and what they can see in terms of the user. If you're looking for attention, especially um, as you start to age down in the under 35 segment, TikTok's really the place that attention's growing right now. And uh, our next question is, who do you find to be the most influential person in marketing today? Oh, there's so many. You know, I think, um, I think there's a go-to on Gary Vee, right? Probably because he's the loudest out there, right? Well, he's um, also, but, he also experiments like crazy. Uh, I don't always but, yeah. like, his, like his advice, but uh, he's, he's doing it. Yeah, I think, I think there's a ton of experimentation. I think, uh, you know, I look to a, a vast sundry of resources. You know, I love what Neil Patel is doing. I love, um, I love seeing some of the other, um, you know, more core digital development out there. Um, you know, even, even Jay Shetty, right? And kind of like how people are engaging with the platform. Um, you know, I think uh, Ann Hadley, right? On the content and uh, what's happening with Content Marketing um, Institute, right? And, and the rest of those um, out there as well as social media marketing, um, uh, or, or social media examiner, right? In some of the other spaces, all of them, you know, continue to develop and, um, and continue to inform on the spaces that we're talking about. And, you know, I think it's really the network of all of us marketers coming together and giving different point of views. Um, you know, to your point, if one individual becomes too overweight, it becomes, uh, you know, too narrow and having the broad spectrum creates a lot of uh, interesting ways for us to think about the challenges ahead of us in this space, especially as it's exploding so quickly moving into 2021. Yeah. I mean, with, with TikTok in particular, I want to go back to that for just a second. It just seems like all these platforms, you know, start off strong like TikTok is doing, and then they start reducing uh, reach and they start reducing, uh, putting more controls and governors if you're an automotive person on the, on the system and it just becomes uh, a pay to pay play type of operation. So we'll see what happens with with TikTok going forward, but just something to be uh, noted. All right. So one of the things that um, I want to do for you is to give you the opportunity uh, to do a, a call to action. I know that, um, 
you, you've got a site follow on tiktok.com and that's uh, there's a free TikTok 10 day challenge. You want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, sure. I mean, I think I've, I started TikTok on my own just as an experiment. You know, we talked about experimenting and I think that's good for anyone to do. Um, if you're curious about TikTok as a brand or as an individual, just jump in and try it out, right? Like Mark, you've been doing it. Um, I think it's good for anyone to understand any platform that's out there, um, Triller, right? And, and some of the other ones that are coming just to see if it could work for you, especially as the audience grows. TikTok's proven that it's continuing to grow. It's a good space to try. It's still not very competitive yet. And there's still room for a ton of organic reach, which is pretty rare on any platform right now. Yeah. Um, as, as I've gone through it. I've been taking notes, uh, you know, for my own journey and talking with individuals, uh, been speaking on panels, e even doing keynotes around TikTok. And, um, and I've been taking that experience back into just helping people get started. So follow on TikTok is, is really just a 10 day challenge. If you're brand new, jump in, um, take the 10 day challenge. It's free and it'll help you kickstart your, uh, your profile and your content journey on TikTok. Um, you know, I'm looking at developing some other coursework as well forthcoming, um, but that's a really good start for you to try out TikTok if you haven't gone there yet. Um, and then if you have any other questions about even the advertising model or other things, also available, tuckross.com. Excellent. Yeah, I was going to ask you, and what's your TikTok username so people can follow you? Pretty easy, tuckross. I'm, I'm tuckross everywhere, so I'm pretty easy to find and I'm out there. Excellent. Well, I really appreciate you being on the show, would love to do, uh, you know what this turned into? Uh, I don't know if you realize that, but I'm like, let's just stick with TikTok. It's more interesting. Uh, but I, I would like to do another episode just on consistency of content across multiple channels. Like I'm, I take my, t I don't, I haven't done a lot of TikToks, but I take some of the videos and I post them on Facebook. I post them on uh, Instagram. They make it really easy to export, not only mine, but everyone's. I, I think it was a brilliant strategy on their part. Yep. Yeah. I think the other key is that, um, you know, you can visit TikTok.com and view all the content for free. You don't even have to have an account. And the ability for you to be able to share from there without even having an account, I think is a big credit to part of the reason why the platform has expanded so quickly because they're not closed door like Snapchat you mentioned, um, which is very one-to-one, -one, closed network, walled garden, um, as well as you know Facebook and some of the rest of them. TikTok makes it so easy to share the content that it's, it's almost becoming ubiquitous. And it's really driving global memes, yeah. uh, global trends, right? Even fashion now. Yeah, I mean, especially the most popular ones. It's like, well, why doesn't Instagram Absolutely. do that? You know, it should be, they should at least allow that to happen. But um, yeah. well, they've made it hard. All right. Well, great to talk to you. We're going to have you back on uh, to talk about our original <laughs> subject, which was consistency of content. But I feel like we, <laughs> I feel like we accomplished a little bit of that uh, uh, when we talked about the TikTok platform and what you can do there. And it just ended up, for me, being a more uh, interesting episode. So again, Tuck, really appreciate it. And uh, we'll, we'll schedule the next one. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Mark. Great to chat. Look forward to the next one.